Welcome to another episode of IAAP's United in Accessibility podcast, where we bring you inspiring stories of individuals driving change in the field of accessibility. In this episode, we are honored to have Vashkar Bhattacharji, a visionary leader and national accessibility consultant for Bangladesh's A2I program, as our special guest. Join us for an insightful conversation about the impact of accessible reading materials on literacy rates for students with disabilities in Bangladesh and their role in achieving global goals. Discover the challenges and innovations that have shaped Vashkar Bhattacharjee's remarkable journey towards inclusive development and digital empowerment. Welcome back to the IAAP United in Accessibility podcast. My name is Lourdes Arreola, and today I would like to welcome Bashkar Bhattacharji from Bangladesh. Bashkar, it's a pleasure to have you here today. And I must say, I'm impressed by your extensive career journey. So let's start by you telling us a little bit about yourself and your background. Thank you very much. And I am very excited to join today's podcast. And uh, as you um, said, um, I just uh, born, uh, I think, almost uh, four decades ago in a rural village of Bangladesh where there was no doctors or hospital and eventually I just became blind. Uh, in my two years of age, my family realized um, I I cannot see and I have no uh, eyelight. And since then, that was a huge struggle for my family. And I just grown up. They don't know where I can go for a school or how they can arrange my education. So that was really a very big burden for my family. And I was entered in a local school, um, normal school, but uh, unfortunately the school authority teachers don't know how to teach me. And eventually um, it was a very frustrating experience. Uh, later I got a um, information, especially my family got information about a special school for the blind in Chittagong. And I was admitted there and started my new journey with a special school. Unfortunately, in that school, there was no technology, no accessible books. And that was again another struggle. Um, by listening, by getting the care of the teachers, I was just past the primary education. And later, another struggle when the normal schools, so-called normal schools, are not allowing us to enter. Uh, as a person with visual disability. So I was appear in a higher um, a secondary um, um, educational uh, exam is called SSC, secondary certificate um, exam and uh, in a private like uh, it's called private. That means in that time without going in school, I was appear in exam. And later, again, there is a struggle when I was in, admitted in a college. Many colleagues say no to us as because of my disability. When we passed the college, um, um, I tried to enter in university. And um, my uh, local university, they say, no, uh, you are not allowed to um, admit in our, in our university. Few of us started uh, hunger strike in that time to admit in the university. Eventually, our university allowed us to enter. Again, there was no books, no curriculum for the people with disabilities. Teachers are very kind, but they don't know how to teach uh, visual impaired students. So I, if I just share my journey in education, it was really a big, big struggle. Uh, 
After that time, I got a, a chance to go to Japan. Uh, that was a very fortunate opportunity for me for a one-year Duskin leadership training in Japan. That was a turning point in my life. Uh, I first time I understood the purpose of my life. And I learned about the technology. I learned about the rights of persons with disabilities. I learned many innovational things. And um, that was really remarkable experience. I immediately returned to my country after completing the training. There was a lots of opportunity for me to do the further study, but I thought I need to work from my country. And I returned from Japan and again, there is a struggle because nobody understand that I could do some work. So the organizations where I applied for the job, they say, no, you are blind. We can't allow you to work with us. And that was another struggle. At least one year, I work as a volunteer. There was no job for me. And really, that was a terrible experience. Later, one local NGO is called Young Power in Social Action Ipsha. They have allowed me to work with them. And my new journey has started. And I was started to work with them and establish Bangladesh's first disability innovation center. It's called ICT and Resource Center on Disabilities. And we have established uh, Chittagong Computerized Braille Production Center and et cetera, et cetera. And we started accessible book production. And later in 2009, when the current government has formed and they had a vision, it's called Vision 2021. Um, that is a digital Bangladesh vision. And there was a program is called Access to Information Program with Prime Minister Office. I have started to work with this Access to Information Program of Prime Minister Office as a volunteer. Later, I have submitted my innovation idea with them and I started to work with them as an innovator. And finally, I have started to work with them as a professional. So that's my uh, professional career started and I started my journey with my profession. Amazing, as I said at the beginning, all that you have achieved during these years, Bashkar. And I know that these challenges that you face are something that many, many people with disabilities around the world has faced too. So we, at IAAP, an organization promoting accessibility, are deeply intrigued to know what motivated you to pursue the creation of accessible reading materials. Uh, thank you. You know, we are the world largest minority. Uh, persons with disabilities is the world largest minority. And when there is a word minority, then discrimination is there. Since my educational um, career started, I never ever received an accessible book and I never experienced to read a book. So I always tried to solve my problem. Um, I'm a selfish man, I can, you can tell. Like I've always tried to solve my problem. And that's really motivate me to um, work on the accessible reading materials issues. When I first learned from Japan how to create accessible books, such as DAISY standard books, such as Braille, digital Braille, such as accessible e-books, then I realized, okay, we need these types of books in our country. We can, and I was targeted to solve one problem of my country. That is the reading problem for persons with visual and print disabilities. And I can tell you, I have successfully made that. Now, grade one to grade 10, all the students are getting accessible reading materials, such as multimedia talking book, accessible ebook, and Braille book. So that's really an amazing 
achievement for me and my careers. I'm thankful to the government of Bangladesh, A2I, and also my organizations where I have started my work in Ipsha, where now I'm working as a uh, inclusion advisor. They have supported me a lot. Currently, as you know, I am working with the A2I program as a national consultant accessibility. So I'm leading the process of making books accessible. Recently, we have ratified the Marrakesh Treaty, Marrakesh VIP Treaty. That means there is no copyright barrier for making accessible book for persons with disabilities in Bangladesh. So that is also another achievement uh, leaded by my advocacy and facilitated my organization's A2I and with the support of Bangladesh government. Well, I do believe that all these projects that you are currently running in Bangladesh are opening great opportunities for people with disabilities in your country. Among these projects, you mentioned the multimedia talking books. Please share with us what inspired you to develop this particular solution. Yeah, that's really uh, another story. You know, my daughter, when she was in class one, and she can see, so always she bring her books, printed books to me and say, Papa, please read the books for me. Please read the books for me. I always tell her, no, I can't read the read your book. You know, I can't see. Just go to your mom. And she said, no, 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 you need to read my books. I was in a terrible problem. You know, I can't read books for my daughter. In that time, I was thinking how I can innovate books which will be accessible for all, including for my daughter and for me. So I just come up with this idea to develop a full text, full audio multimedia talking book. And I have submitted this idea to the A2I, Prime Minister Office of Bangladesh. In that time, the A2I was in Prime Minister Office of Bangladesh. They had a service innovation fund. And I have thrown my idea to develop multimedia talking book from grade one to grade 10. And that book is like people can see, people can listen, and people can read. And these books can be read by eye, read by finger, and read by ear. So now I can listen and my daughter can read. This is accessible for all, including visual disability, learning disability, print disability who are low literate and also hearing and speech disability as there is a text and image up there. So this is one of the universally designed books. And of course, this is a boost up to ensure inclusive education for all. And it is a good move to achieve SDG goal four. Thank you. Absolutely. And thank you for sharing such an inspiring history with your daughter as a motivation to create accessible materials that unquestionably are making difference in the lives of people with disabilities. So please tell us what additional steps are you taking to address the challenge they face? You know, um, yeah, you're true. Um, you know, almost uh, 300,000 uh, persons with visual and print disabilities already directly benefited from this innovation. Each year, uh, NCTV, National Curriculum and Textbook Board, they are providing this uh, multimedia talking book and accessible ebook and braille book freely to the student with disabilities. One of the biggest challenges was, you know, our electronic text was in a colonial form. There was no Unicode supported text previously. And also, uh, we don't have high quality text to speech. That's why we are now converting all the text into Unicode. Uh, and also using human narration. 
So our multimedia talking book is recorded by the human uh, voice. And when we'll get a high quality text to speech, we don't need to record it uh, with a human voice. So we are expecting and there will be a high quality text to speech will come for Bangla language. And we will able to create automated multimedia talking book that would reduce the cost of 70%. And still it is very cost effective as it is now easily available online. People can download from anywhere in the country. Even this book can be played with a $3 MP3 player. So it is very cheap and it is easy to print Braille. 70% cost of the Braille printing reduced because of this multimedia talking book. So these books are universally designed. Then any persons with disabilities and non-disabled students can use these books. During COVID-19, this multimedia talking book became very popular among teachers and students. UNESCO has published a report uh, about the impact of multimedia talking book and uh, in 2021. They, they demonstrated it as a, one of the best practice from Bangladesh. So I think there's a big impact already we had made by creating multimedia talking book in Bangladesh. With the adoption of WCAG 2.1 in many countries, there is an increased demand for web developers, designers, and other professionals with knowledge of web accessibility standards and guidelines. With this growth comes the need for an objectively verified level of expertise. The Web Accessibility Specialist Exam will provide individuals and employers with the ability to assess web accessibility competence. Complete the WAS and CPAC exam to earn the special designation of Certified Professional in Web Accessibility. Decidedly, the multimedia talking books are changing lives in Bangladesh. Congratulations for that. Early Bashkar, you mentioned about your experience in Japan as part of winning a grant. And actually, we know that you have received numerous awards through the years. So let's talk about the UNESCO award. How has receiving the UNESCO Mir Javer Alamad Prize for Digital Empowerment of Persons with Disabilities in 2018-2019 influenced your mission in fostering digital accessibility across different sectors, locally and globally? You know, getting an award or recognition is always very sweet, very, very sweet. And when there is some uh, allocation of money, that also gives you a huge spirit. Yeah, that was terrible. I never expect that I could get a, a, a award like uh, UNESCO Ahmed Jaber Prize. Um, that was very amazing experience. And after getting this award, I have donated all the monies for making more books. And that's really helped me to create uh, another hundred thousands of accessible reading materials for people with disabilities. I, I was the first Bangladeshi who have received this award and this really create a huge impact in Bangladesh and create a greater awareness regarding persons with disabilities and their achievement. And Multimedia Talking Book has given us many, many more awards, such as I have received the Hendy Vasker Day Award from USA. I have received uh, Honorable Prime Minister Awards in Bangladesh. And my organizations like A2I, A2I has re uh, received UNWSIS award uh, in 2017. 
and also zero project awards international excellence awards on accessible publishing many more awards you have received for uh, multimedia talking book and accessibility works another innovation is accessible dictionary that is one of finest innovation uh, also supported by A2I, that is accessibledictionary.gov.bd. There was four dictionary in one platform, Bengali to English, English to Bengali, Bengali to Bengali, English to English. Anyone can use this dictionary, including people with all types of disabilities. And in the Google Play Store, they have the accessible dictionary apps. So uh, any Android user can use this application. Um, this is also one of my innovation. And currently, you know, um, uh, with this uh, inspiration of the UNESCO uh, Amir Jaber Prize, I am just leading a center is called uh, Lab Disability Innovation Lab, which is facilitated by the A2I. This lab is uh, accommodating, listing all the innovation of the countries, disability related innovation of the countries. And also we are supporting the government to making their service accessible and barrier free for all including banking service working to promote the accessible procurement smart city issues and many more with this disability innovation lab facilitation bashkar i am grateful for the opportunity to have this conversation with you today it is awesome how you are always looking to build projects to help other people with disabilities we are aware that you collaborate with different organizations such as john power in social action the Disability Innovation Lab, and that you are part of the G3ICT Global Advisory Network. So as G3ICT Country Advisor for Bangladesh, could you share what it means to be part of this network and how you plan to advocate for accessibility and inclusion in your role? Thank you. You know, um, we need knowledge. We need network. We need information. G3ICT is a hub of knowledge that is very, very helpful network we have all over the world and we get the strength to work in our countries with the support of G3ICT. Recently we had a successful webinar with A2I and G3ICT uh, which had a huge impact as many policymakers were there, government officials and UN peoples are there. So um, the greater awareness has created um, of that webinar we had organize. Last almost one decade, I am working with the G3ICT and I'm gathering knowledge from them. I'm sharing my experience and we are collaborating with each other. And it is very, very important for a country like Bangladesh to partnering with the organizations, very experienced organization on accessibility, such as G3ICT. Very meaningful cooperation we are doing together. I believe we just started our journey together and uh, many more brighter future is waiting for us for an inclusive world. Um, I strongly believe we will be able to work more closely and collectively to overcome digital divide. And we are working for that. I hope uh, more collaboration will be made in future with G3ICT. You mentioned three keywords. We need information, we need knowledge, we need networking three key things that contribute to build a more inclusive world. And you certainly are a person willing to build a more accessible and inclusive world. So what's next for you? Is there any final message or key takeaway you would like to leave our listeners with? Yeah, 
um, I think um, I am taking more bigger responsibility. Now I am leading to build the digital Bangladesh and a smart Bangladesh more inclusive for people with disabilities. All the digital services, webs and apps will become accessible and barrier free for all by 2020, uh, uh, by 2030. And for that, we are working hard. We are already, Bangladesh government already adopted a national web and accessibility guideline, which is uh, adopted in 2022. And also, um, we have developed a accessibility ed auditor panels by engaging different types of people with disabilities. They are working closely with the A2I to assess the digital service and its accessibility. Third, we are trying to develop a national online accessible library system by which uh, people with disabilities can get accessible books from all over the world. And the number four, we are working to develop inclusive policies such as accessible procurement policies and also like disability inclusive broadband policy and many more. And another issue we are working to capacity development of the people with disabilities and by promoting e-learning. One of the country's largest e-learning platform called Muktopat now became accessible for people with disabilities. There is few courses are available which are fully accessible for people with disabilities. Another issue is we are working with the entrepreneur with disabilities. We are bringing these entrepreneur with disabilities in e-commerce. 100 plus entrepreneur with disabilities now connected with Xshop. This is one of the country's largest e-commerce platform. So they're able to sell their product to Xshop. Um, one of our um, the largest web portal Almost 33,000 websites are connected with that portal. It's called bangladesh.gov.bd. We are trying to make this platform accessible for all types of people with disabilities. One of the biggest challenge for this website is there is many more JPG converted PDF file. Uh, so now we are trying to solve that, remove that barrier by creating accessible Unicode converted uh, PDF and other things are going well uh, there is another a service portal is called mygov almost 1700 e-service are connected with this platform and we just made that platform also accessible for all types of people with disabilities including myself can browse this platform without any barrier ladies and gentlemen you know um one of the biggest challenge for bangladesh is uh, we don't have any high quality text to speech um, Bangladesh government is trying to innovate some text to speech and collaborating with uh, different organizations, but still we are struggling for that. We are struggling to not having a OCR. That is also a challenge. And we are struggling to not to have enough knowledge and expertise on digital accessibility. We are expecting collaboration from organizations like GICT. If you come forward to collaborate with our country, then we can get, again, I, I can give you the, we can get some experience, some knowledge, and some expertise, and also some network. We have some innovation. You can support us to bring that innovation in the global south. We can work together. We can connect citizens here to there, and we can really bring a change, not only for the Bangladesh, for entire world we believe with your collaborations with the support of our government we can build a better world for tomorrow
Bashkar, you took us through day through an amazing journey of multiple projects that you are working on that are opening opportunities for people with disabilities in your country and around the world, that are fostering a more inclusive world. Thanks, Bashkar. One final question. Where can our listeners find you online? You know, it is easy. Um, uh, people can Google. My name is Bhaskar, B-A-S-H-K-A-R, space, Bhattacharji, B-H-A-T-T-A-C-H-A-R-J-E-E. You can find me in LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. And you can Google to know more about my work and about my country. Um, I'll be very happy to collaborate with any of you. We always say nothing about us without us. Please engage the people with disabilities, involve the people with disabilities, and give the leadership to the people with disabilities. They are the key to bring change in a positive manner. Thank you. Bashkar, thank you so much. The International Association of Accessibility Professionals offers a variety of membership options for individuals and organizations. Whether you are an expert in accessibility or just starting your journey, join the only global accessibility professional association promoting and improving digital accessibility and physical environments. IAAP advocates for the inclusive design and creation of accessible products, content, services, and spaces to ensure no one is left behind due to a physical, sensory, cognitive, health, or psychological-related impairment. United in Accessibility, join IAAP and become a part of the global accessibility movement.